The Punch Stevenson Show. PunchStevenson.com. Episode 313. Saturday, October 2nd, 2021. Oh yeah, note to self, I've got to listen to the Punch Stevenson Show. Wait a minute, is it the show? Yeah, it's it. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, cool. We're here for the Paunch Stevenson Show. This is like old times in a parking lot in my car, except uh, there's no Rob. Uh, he's not here. He is, uh, I don't know where he is, um, as the wind blows into the into the window. Uh, but I'm here with the, uh, the once great and powerful Lanza who has lost his belt. He has, he has given it up. To, uh, to, I don't know, who'd you give it up to? Oh, I don't know, I feel, still felt that was great and powerful, uh, so, you know. To give it up to uh, uh, the uh, illustrious Knob, Nob. the Knobbler. Yeah, Knob's been doing a lot of signings. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows who that is. Jerry. Uh, no one knows no, who that is. That is. That's it. Anyway, um, so we will get right into it. William Shatner is going into space. Yes. For real this time. This yes. is not a... Uh, not a TV show. It's not well, a green screen. going to be a TV well, yeah, show. It's not actually. a green screen. Uh, uh, it's not a set. So he's not technically the first Star Trek uh, actor to go into space. I believe they shot they shot up the ashes of Gene Roddenberry and really? also uh, Scotty James Doohan and, and one of the... Some rocket. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think they yeah. put the ashes on there. I, I, don't, I don't understand the significance of that. I mean... You know, uh, you know, you lost me. I didn't really do it. I mean, technically, you just put the ashes in like a, uh, in like a, you know, one of those like really high altitude balloons. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You put it up there, and then I would. I'm thinking like if you, if you then like like, blow up the balloon like. Well, no, I guess it would, it would come back down to Earth. But yeah. it could technically be... It's like the edge of the atmosphere. Right. Which right. is about what these rockets went to anyway. They didn't they don't go that high. Anyway, so Shatner's going up on the uh, Jeff Bezos ship. Yes. So, uh, rest in peace, Shatner. Nah, he'll be fine. That guy's indestructible. I don't know. He'll well, be fine. Shatner or Bezos? Shatner. Well, Bezos not going up again. Yeah, no, I said Shatner. Shatner's fine. Right. So, there's basically one of these... So, the cost is like, you know, millions, hundreds of millions, but apparently they're they're comping... The uh, oh, that's the great nice. Captain that's Kirk. Nice him. The comp, the comp Captain Kirk, and put it on a TV show. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it'll be on Amazon. Yeah, I'm going into space for the the first time and the last time. It's exciting. <laughs> so they're putting Shatner up there. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know if the toupee will stay in his head. I don't know if I want to watch a TV series about it. I'll just watch the last episode when he goes up. Or, by t- if it's not in real time, I'll just watch it in real time and be done with it. Well, I, I'm sh- I would think it would be in real time. You would think they would have a show leading up to it. Uh, yeah, multiple shows. Uh, yeah, so Shatner is uh, going up into space. What is that noise? I guess they're doing... well. It's either a bird or they're doing work across the street. Where it's like cats in heat. Or it's cats in heat. Oh, no, no. It's like a drone. Oh, okay. Uh, or a stupid drone. Not even a drone. It's like a like a thing you would zip. Oh, one like of those stupid yeah. things. Uh, the uh, helicopters. Yeah, I don't even know what you would call them, but you would like pull the, the zip. Chopper! Or, 
Yeah, it's, it it's is a chopper, the pull string chopper. Oh, Arnie. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Shatner is in space. Uh, I also have to look this up. I've been meaning to do this. Um, I have some messages I have to answer. People are asking me questions. Um, oh, so, all right, next subject, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. So they're in, what is it, the third, third season? Se- uh, well, third second season. half of the third uh. season. Uh, yeah, so uh, third season. Now, they're not done in the, done through the season, but I looked at, like, the remaining, I don't know. I think they're pretty bunch good. Episodes. The steroid trio is going to well, be good. I don't think so. I think so, because it's going to be all people who hate Vince, obviously. <laughs> right? You're not going to get... What? Yeah. They're not going to have... Ah, any, Madison! There'll be no WWF talking head. Like, I don't even know who they're going to interview from the 90s that would even have a good call on it. It's not Hogan. It's not yeah. Bruce, who... I, I don't think, actually, Bruce was in the company at the time. So, they're not going to interview McDivitt. So, like, who could they get? Who? Jerry McDivitt, the Where lawyer. Are these people? McDivitt's oh. the lawyer. I mean, Bruce Pritchard is Pritchard. Pritchard. Then at Russo, they have no, they want nothing <laughs> to do with it. He wasn't even there then. Doesn't matter. They interviewed him for everything. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I so, think XWF. Well, it's a, and it's a two part, isn't it? I forget. I think it is. XWF, I think, will be pretty good. I thought they did that. No. Oh, uh, wait. XWF? That was yeah. nothing. Yeah, that, I think that'll be pretty good. How? Because they were, it was like two pay per views. Yeah, but they were like degenerates. It was a porn company. <laughs> the whole the whole cutting the thumbs off saga. I think that'll be pretty good. Uh, Canyon was okay. Canyon was, yeah. The plane ride from hell was great. All right, yeah. So basically, three episodes that I've seen so far. Um, there was the one about the dynamite kid, who our our yeah. good f- friend of the show, Spaceman David, should know well because he and Davy Boy Smith. Uh, grew up in the same town as our our great listener, Spaceman David. Really? Yeah, it's uh, I, I can't. I'm not gonna say the name and, and screw it up. It starts with a G. I'm sure he's right now. Spaceman David is li- listening to this and screaming that I forgot the name of his hotel, his hometown. I couldn't even. Uh, but it's in you know it's in the it's in England, Great Britain. Yes. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so Dynamite Kid came from there, and then there's the um, so the Dynamite Kid episode. As I, as I look something up here. Um, well, I think the thing is, too, It was good. I mean, I didn't... I, I mean, I, I know kind of, like, what happened with the guy, but exactly. I didn't... Exactly. You don't know, know. know. So yes. they interviewed. They had his ex-wife. They had his daughters. Well, that's the best part of all this stuff. Like, the yeah. filming episode, they interviewed the whole family. Like, so you're getting first-hand account of stuff and not, you know, third-hand uh, a writer for WWF coming on. Yeah. So I thought that with the Dynamite Kid was pretty good. Although they didn't really say, like... They didn't go into like why he was like crippled that well. Yeah, well, basically, I mean, I, I mean, they did the gist of it of him just basically just. It's a series of being. Well, that one back. bad brack break in WWF kind of spiraled. Yeah, but and doing I... the headbutt really didn't help him. <laughs> the headbutt. Oh, the diving headbutt. Well, Benoit did the same thing. Well, yeah, they told him not to, and look what happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, but also the guy was so. First of all, he was just. A madman without anything else. Second of all, I mean, you do a nice mix of drugs for a few years. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the injuries had that much to do with it of why he's crippled. I mean, yeah. And also, the rings were harder. I mean, oh, yeah. The schedules were worse. So, I don't know. It's kind of a combination. But I think he had that. But, so, Dynamite attitude. Kid 
was based. So he was in the British Bulldogs and then wrestled solo for a short period of time. Um, yeah, barely because he was yeah, basically he was crippled up. by then. Yeah, but he was trained in the heart, the heart uh, dungeon like the rest of them. But he was uh, you know smaller guy, and he he brought a style of wrestling that is that you know wasn't really done at that time. Very athletic, uh, a lot of somersaults and off the top ropes and all that kind of stuff. So he was he was a sort of an innovator with that, and now it's like especially like uh, watching AEW. I mean, it's like everybody uh, wrestles that way for the most part. Yeah. Well, also he was doing it where it was like a one-on-one or a tag team. Where now it's like a sixteen-man. Yeah. Uh, waiting for spot stuff. Right. Well, the moves still look good. Don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, like he would do the thing where yeah. like they'd have him in an arm bar. And he would like do it. He would do like a front like yeah. somersault to get out of it. He jump that, or he would jump on the ropes and jump off of the ropes and yeah, go yeah, over. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, they yeah. all do that now. Yeah, but like you said, though, it's all because of. I wouldn't say all, but I would say heavily influenced because of him. Yeah, yeah he was one of the first, and then you know, then more and more guys. Yeah. Well, then Owen would would do his moves, Owen Hart, and then yeah. you know Benoit would do it. So really, yeah, the, down the line. Canadians, Jericho. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was a good episode, and then they did. Um, then they did the plane ride from hell, and this right. obviously brought up a lot of controversy. So essentially, this is—it's been well known. It's twenty years ago, just about. Everybody knows what happened. It basically, they did a UK tour for WWE, and they were coming back on the flight, and the flight got delayed by like eight hours. So they all got drunk in the back of the plane, and the, you know, Ric Flair was half naked, and, uh, and probably fully naked, basically. Well, he had the robe on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. true. And then. Uh, um, uh, X Pac cut uh, Michael Hayes <laughs> ponytail. Uh, ponytail off. Yeah. Uh, Goldust sang to Marlena. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Goldust was bad on that flight. Scott uh, Hall got roofied and was shot. Um, which McCall? And then of course uh, the Henning. The Henning. Kurt Lesner. Henning put shaving cream on everybody's head, including Brock Lesnar, who then tried to kill him by <laughs> throwing him through the emergency door of the plane. Uh, it's so funny, not funny, but it's so funny because the story's been out there and everyone, like, at the time was like, right, it started off bad, everyone gets fired. And, like, a few years later, like, oh, you know how much force it actually takes to open the emergency door? And I was like, well, they did slam into it, so, I don't know. And so they had the flight attendant who, you know, I guess she was, there was two flight attendants who filed, they didn't, they didn't file charges, they filed complaints with the FAA. I always thought they had a like non-disclosure and got paid off. Well, they definitely got a settlement. Yeah, in right. some sense, but I don't know if the settlement came from them personally or it came through their employer, and and the, the employer, you know, basically fined the WWE. Yeah, I always, I, I always in the back of my high, mind, like just like they did with Snooker. Right? So I just got it from Vince and I anyway. So yeah. yeah, so basically, this woman uh, alleged that Ric Flair. Tried to have her touch his uh, genitals, or and I then think he uh, did uh, apparently. Well, here's the thing. So like she said it, and then during the episode, Rob Van Dam like confirms it. Well, yeah. And, and then, then after Dam, it airs, yes. Rob Van Dam is like, "Well, I, no, that's not what they sa- I said. They edited it. Uh, so like nobody has backed up the story. It's very strange. Right. But also, who would back up the story? Like if you're looking in the back and you see Flair with his robe yeah, out, it's... like. <laughs> Oh, there's Flair with like his his his, uh, his robe open. Like no one's gonna go back and be like, "What's actually?" But going also, on? like Goldust, Dustin Rhodes, oh, he also bad. did some stuff, and they didn't even mention it. No, 
in there. Yeah. So it's like, are they they hiding? You know, they, they're just covering for him because he's in AEW. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's probably even more stuff. That and then the funniest thing is just incredible. Who's like a drug addict for years. He's on there and he's like completely like, like intelligent and totally, I guess he's sober now. Well, I, hopefully, think, I, think, but... I think what you're misrepresenting though, he sounds, inte- he sounds and looks intelligent because of how he normally looks where he's That's slurring true. and like, eh, hey man. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I, Scott Hall was like roofied, so I put him in the wheelchair and rolled him out, and then they fired him. And I think Hall did something else to get fired. He was just, I guess, he was just, just shot. His yeah, behavior just, yeah. or whatever. They, yeah. I think they just looked. I think Jim Ross was basically saying he was like, you know, well, Ross was you like, know, we couldn't fire Flair. Well, yeah, but no, <laughs> but Ross was like, I think they fired Scott Hall because they were like, this guy is a, is you know, they knew he was a drunk. An alcoholic, no, and they're nothing. like, they also he's just like, not going to show up. But prepared. also six months, uh, six months, six weeks before WrestleMania, they were pouring alcohol all over him in a yeah, skit. So like, I feel like that guy had a bad number on him as soon as he walked in. Like, uh, you know, the Vince, yeah. what does he care? Right. Well, it's so stupid. Like same thing with Canyon when he walks out and plays Boy George. Not to jump ahead. Yeah. Like, you well, know, and then just, the crazy part is, so, so, like, this stuff is all going on in the back and up in the first class. And listen, it's not like first class is in another like. Time zone, right? It's in the same plane right. with a curtain, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. And Vince is up there and is like oblivious to all no, this because yes. he's probably like Ross. I hired you to do it. Dreamer is canceled everywhere from his interview. Yeah. T- so Tommy Dreamer, who's one of the most at the time, was the most well liked person. No one. So, had- <laughs> so Tommy Dreamer was working for Impact Wrestling, and on this program, he's just like, he's like, oh, I don't think Flair did anything wrong. I, I think the you know these this flight attendants are out for the money. And then so they fired him. They suspended. So Whatever. We'll see what happens. Got uh, off of busted open radio. <laughs> so, so you know, not looking well for him at fifty-two. Yeah. So then the uh, then the third episode was the uh, the Chris Canyon episode. It was, it was okay. It was all right. I mean, you know, the thing I found interesting was I didn't realize that he was close friends there at the end with Brian Cage and no, the Young Bucks. No. Yeah, and, I didn't know that at all. But I also found it interesting how like mean he was towards uh, James Mitchell. Oh God! Like holy, this, he tried. Like, to, so James Mitchell, uh, what, what was the other names that he had? Well, when he was in WWE, Van, James Vanderberg. Vanderberg. So James Vanderberg, James Mitchell, sinister was, minister. Yeah, so yeah. he was just a manager, and he wound up managing Chris Canyon, aka Mortis, for many years. But they were like close friends. They like they hung out together, roomed together, yeah, whatever. Like a real manager in like the eighties, nineties. Yeah, but yeah. then there was all these instances where, and let me tell you, James Mitchell was un, was absolutely believable in this episode. You could tell like he was crying at times. Yeah. Like he just really, really loved Chris Canyon. And but there were times Chris Canyon <laughs> tried to choke him to death, and then he also had to pull a gun on him to tell him to stop. Yes. So I mean, and Canyon didn't even care. Yeah. But, oh, you got the gun? I don't care. I think a lot of that probably had to do with his bipolar disorder. No, he was, was never. The guy was. Yeah. So Chris Canyon was closeted uh, gay and wrestling, but and he was also mentally ill, like really bad, and and yet, like even though the closeted uh, homosexuality, but. Like, it, it was never really, like... He never even, like, accused anybody in WCW of all those years no. of, like, you know, bullying him or, like, keeping him down. I mean, hell, he got a got a pretty good... Like, so in WCW, like, he was very good friends with... Um, Page. Dallas, Dime Dallas Page. And at one point, he became the heel, and he was... He, he was... Positively his, Canyon. Yeah, so his, yeah. his gimmick was making fun yeah. of Page. It was hilarious. Yeah. Did his own diamond cutter... 
Yeah, I love Chris Canyon. I really like Canyon, but again, once so like once WWF bought WCW, I stopped watching, so I didn't know what happened. No, I mean they gave him the WCW tag team titles, but like well, then he was like the US champion. Yeah, well, they completely beat the crap out of him. Yeah, and then he got the the ending really. Well, he got hurt. Yeah, he had injuries, and rather than like rehabilitate them, he took like pills, and I don't know, and they got worse. (laughs) So he had to get surgery, and then they brought him back. And they brought him back, and basically, like he, like you said, he jumps out of a box. As he's Boy sing, George. Singing as Boy George, and then The Undertaker, like, Kills him. literally beats him to death. Right. And then that's the last time you see him. I think he tried to bring Mortis back on, like, some dark matches. So then, so, right, so then he's, he's out of that. <laughs> so then he keeps going on Howard Stern's show, bad-mouthing WWE. I mean, again, I think if it wasn't for the Boy George, you can argue, but after that. Either way. I mean, so they're bad-mouthing him there. And he's bad-mouthing them. And so then on one of the, the shows, maybe not the same show, on one of them, John Cena... Uh, so John Cena's interview. I think it's a different That was a different show. one. So yeah. Canyon's not there. It's John Cena and Howard Stern. And Stern brings it up. And John Cena is... He's not even, like, being nasty to the guy. He's literally, like, legit. John Cena's like... He's like, look, we... we you know, everybody liked the guy, but... He's like, he couldn't cut it anymore. That's why he was let go. He just couldn't cut it. Don't forget, this is probably 05, 06 when Cena is just about yeah, the face of the Can- company. He's going Canyon- gonna to say that. Yeah. I don't know what you want. You know, I don't know what he was expected to say. You know, Vince really effed up. You're right. I mean, that was never. But he wasn't like, so again, he wasn't saying. No. But Cena wasn't like, ah, oh, you know, Canyon, he's just saying this stuff. But he's just like, he wasn't cutting. So anyway, so then there was another episode. So everybody wanted the to Canyon, cancel Yeah, Cena. But, Cena. The, but the, the, when Canyon was on, they, Ric they, Flair called Ric in. Ric Flair called yes. in. And Ric Flair basically said the same thing as John Cena. And my God, was he... I mean, Flair's just like... It wasn't like... He wasn't like being like yeah. Flair Flair. It was being like... It was like man to man. He's like, Chris. He's like, Chris, man, you were great. And he's like, Chris, I, I'm just going to be completely honest with you here. I hate that you're... That you're that you're you feeling that you're uh, feeling upset and all these, but he's like, look, look, man, this is Ric Flair talking, and you just, d- dude, you just can't, you just not good enough. But I also you're just I also, not good enough. I also like. So now they wanted to cancel Ric Flair for yeah, that. Yeah, but I also think those are company men saying the company line at the time. But he he wasn't bad at, at either. Was Flair even in WWE? Yeah, then? yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Like he was an active wrestler then. Probably okay, but the point is, like, he pro- I mean, he wasn't good enough in what? Like, who's deciding that? Like, he came out of a box as Boy George. He wasn't good at singing Boy George. But, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, you gotta remember, it, if I recall, like the interviews, they weren't even like, like he had been out of there for several years. Probably, I forget the year because I think he probably was released in like oh three oh four, and I think the interviews were five or six. Yeah, or maybe even later. I don't know. Yeah, Stern, because... No, 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 it was like 2010 with Oh, really? Flair. Is that late? Yeah, because he died like a year later, within a year. Yeah, but I always thought the Stern stuff was earlier. I don't think so. Get up quick. Anyway, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Water under the bridge. <laughs> For Flair. He's got bigger fish yeah, to Yeah, Ric Flair. I'll tell you what, Ric Flair came out with a like a web statement, and he's just like, you know... Like, uh, <laughs> He's like, I'm Ric Flair, and you listen. He's like, I'm a drug. You listen, I was an alcoholic, almost killed me, so I don't remember any of this plane ride. And uh, it was 2006 when he was on Stern. Yeah, well, listen, a lot of listen. Vince fires a lot of people. Well, that's also true. But the thing is, with Vince, 
if you don't listen, if you don't kill the guy on the way out, he brings you back eventually. I mean, For the most part. I mean, you, he doesn't bring you back with dignity, but no, get paid. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, there was a point too when like everyone was coming back, and I feel like now with there's other options. Uh, well, yeah, really now there's that. other. Well, yeah, I mean, the guy's dead. No, no, I just in gen- no, no, no. Sorry, in general though, like Lashley left probably at the time if there was no WWE, if there was no AEW wasn't around. If there yeah. was, maybe he would have went there instead of back to Vince. And now he's like took him two years. Same thing with McIntyre. Like th- same thing with like Jinder. All those guys eventually came back. But like you said, they also didn't go on Howard Stern. And yeah. Even Jeff Jarrett came back. Really? Double J. Well, they fired him again, but oh. still. <laughs> Even he, I mean, in the 2019, you don't expect, or 2020, you don't expect Jarrett in the Royal Rumble after starting his own. They all, they all come back for money. Yeah, Vince doesn't care. Nah. Where it's business. Well, he does. This I think, is not I also think he brings. I also think he brings people back to humiliate. Me? <laughs> Never. Yeah, of course he does. Right. Give me so, a break. you know. You want to come? He wants to come back? Huh? Well, I'm going to think of the most <laughs> embarrassing way to screw it. Who in. has a crate handy and a Boy George outfit? <laughs> Just off the top of my head. So, obviously, someone knew something. I would just love to be in. Because in, I've heard, like, even like Triple H imitate Vince in some of these things and just love to be in the room when Vince comes up with these gimmicks and and sells it to the people. There is no because, selling. You just say yes. There's no, no selling. No, I know, but you know what I mean? Like, I, but I guarantee it's not Vince isn't just going like, all right, listen, you're going to get in the box and come out singing like Boy George. You know that's not him. That's not how he does it. He's got to, you know, he because pro- I'm... Yes, he's probably partially looking to just, like, stick it to these people. But also, I think he actually thinks this stuff is good. I think 90% of it. Also, who's to say Vince came up with this? I think it was just, like, uh, whoever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can't imagine Vince, who was, like, in 2003, like, actively wrestling on the (laughs) roster, was, like, like he probably gave no Fs about Canyon. So it's got to be someone who knew something who wanted to, like, again, embarrass the guy. All right. So we'll move on. All right. So what I was going to uh, mention, I keep forgetting to mention this. The Dush. Eliza Dushku. Yeah. um, She got married a few years ago. And she now has two sons. Congratulations. One of them is uh, Philip Bourne. And uh, the other one is Bowden. Or Bodan. Bodie. Bodan. B-O-D-A-N. Okay. And uh, Well, Philip was her father's name. Bodan was not. I don't know where that came I from. I, I'm sure she it. had the explanation. I just didn't read it. It's a combination of names. I don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, congratulations to her. I haven't mentioned it. I just keep forgetting. Um, what else? Oh, and um, and then also, uh, uh, it's been in my news, uh, Sliders, my all-time favorite sci-fi show, the creator... Tracy Torme, I was on a couple of uh, um, a couple of, of like YouTube uh, uh, live streams that he did with these guys, and so he's actually been working actively on a Sliders reboot. You know, why wouldn't he? Everything is rebooted nowadays. Um, but he, and he, unfortunately, he has to deal with uh, Universal, NBC, Universal, Comcast, whatever. So he's right now he's pitching it to them, and uh, I don't know. We'll see if they. 
I think he did an initial pitch, and they were like, oh, maybe this isn't the best time. He doesn't even have to pitch. Just say, listen, remember a show that came out 20, 25 years ago? And someone goes, yeah, I'd like to do a reboot. And they'll go, oh, fine. Well, they actually, no, but they actually said to him, they were like, well, why is this the best time? Because everything's rebooted. <laughs> I know, but like Quantum Leap, they're talking about rebooting that. Babylon 5. Well, you got 1D Years rebooted on TV. Yeah. Uh, I mean... But the problem is, see, the problem is NBC Universal, um, you know, with their Peacock. Yeah. The, but the Peacock is like, is like they've lost so much money on that. It's well, also, unbelievable. Uh, uh, but they also expected to lose money. No, I know, but it's like, it's really bad. Right. Because at some point, listen, at some point, the only reason I got Peacock is because I was paying for well, WWE. Wrestling. Yeah, you right. And it's cheaper. It was $4.99 versus the $9.99. But at some point, you're just better off getting cable. How many streaming services? Like, what would you get on Paramount Plus or Peacock unless you're, like, a huge, I don't know, like, Nothing. office fan? You know what I mean? Like, what is really drawing you in to pay these prices? Very low. Well, the big thing, obviously, is Netflix. But Netflix was never a channel. No. Um, to me, the big one, really, and Amazon is HBO. Like they, HBO Max. Yeah, I really... Th- I mean, one, again, I'm paying for cable, so I'm getting the HBO Max anyway. Yeah. They're, they made a ridiculous deal to have movie streaming for yeah, the first 30 days. Yeah, because of the pandemic. Yeah. Okay, number one. And number two, I mean, they have other stuff just besides HBO, but you can just... You can lose yourself... If you just have one streaming channel... Well, they have the DC library yeah. and stuff like that, and Warner Brothers. I mean, they have Turner Classic if you're really trying to get that. Well, you could have gotten that if you had cable. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you're really looking for that genre. Well, again, uh, the, the whole the, the, the whole thing is Disney. So Disney Plus came out, and everybody got it because it's Disney. It has all the Disney stuff. It has Star Wars. And also, they bundled with, e- with, with Hulu and ESPN, where you're basically right. getting ESPN for free. Like, why? I, would, I mean, listen. Why would well, you not do and, that, well, well, Peacock also has like the soccer. They have the net. They have racing on there, but well, they have whatever they have for NBC. Yeah, well, they probably have the... hockey. Eh, oh, no, no, they really. Leave... Well, yeah. No, and they hockey, split the hockey with USA. It's going to TNT, isn't it? I thought that was their second station. I forget. I don't know. Yeah, I know USA. But in any event, uh, yeah. So the Peacock, I, I'm hoping that Sliders. Uh, he was he was talking about it. My guess is he's probably if he if it goes through he would probably hire Jerry O'Connell and uh, Cleveland uh, Cleveland Derricks, who was the uh, the gentleman we met in Hartford. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then maybe yeah. John Reese Davis. I they might bring him back. Maybe a couple episodes here and there. I don't know. He's yeah, kind of old. And uh, Sabrina Lloyd is uh, right now living up in like you know British Columbia. I think the other thing is really what show. For you, you're a Sliders fan, so maybe you'll buy Peacock for it. But you're going to put all this money into Sliders reboot or any, or like the Save by the Bell reboot. Who is like, wow, yeah. here are these guys in their 40s. I am going to purchase Peacock and watch this. And I'm really. Like, no, but you have to. Remember, they have to keep the subscribers, so you need content. I agree, but I think the best content at this point. Like, Netflix paid Dave Chappelle $50 million. Like, you can't even, like, how do you even know that's working? Especially the binging. People, like, went well, nuts. Well, they have the ratings. They, they can tell who watches what. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like Peacock, even now, like, they already paid WWE their billion dollars. So, <laughs> if it goes up or not, I mean, they're still only watching, let's say, WWE. I don't know. It's... Well, anyway, so, uh, uh, 
right now it's uh we're in the yeah. fall, so hopefully he can he can get something going with that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, hopefully that happens. And then also I was reading uh, Marvel is being sued by the descendants of uh, some of their creators like uh, Steve Ditko. That's the way that going to go. Well, I just think that, you know, that these people deserve some sort of uh, residuals. I mean, they created the character. I don't want to hear this, oh, well, they were under a working contract. I mean, no, come on. I agree, but I think at the end of the day, Marvel will just shut them up with a payday. <laughs> right? I mean, where was, I mean, they already did that with... Didn't the Johansson lawsuit just get settled? Yeah. Yesterday or two days ago? Yeah. Well, that was that was more Disney. Yeah, but I'm just saying... Scarlet. These, yeah, these aren't going to go to, like, big trials. <laughs> Weekend update with Norm McDonald. Thank you. I'm Norm McDonald, and now the fake news. Yeah, so we are uh, we're now eating while we're waiting. So the celebrity death of the episode, unfortunately. Well, are there any before? Because that's the big one. No, I don't Asner or anybody? Uh, we did them. Yeah. All. Okay. Was uh, the great Norm Macdonald? I mean, great is an understatement. The one of the only reasons I watched Saturday Night Live in the like when that transition period happened was yeah. his weekend updates. Yeah, that's my first memory of Norm, anyway. Well, it's everybody's. Yeah, it doesn't know where. I mean, he was yeah. a comedian, but like who, nobody knew who he was. No. And then I've been rewatching. Well, uh, we can go on forever, but I've been rewatching old like Santa Life skits that he was in that I don't even remember. Where he did like Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah, the Tarantino. Tarantino. Was a few times. He was like, he was like, yeah. <laughs> the uh, when they do the Cobras and Sharks when Robert Downey Jr. is hosting. I don't remember that. And they break out into song like West Side Story, and I was like, what the hell are you doing? You choreographed all this like a regular skit. <laughs> with a song so fast i don't know just just came to me what about just came to you it was perfect it was like you rehearsed it or something oh thank you okay look here's what we're gonna do you go over hey, to hey, me hey, hey. what did you really like it what the song did i really like it yeah yeah i liked it hey hey i like another song too you know you know this one it's called uh, while you were singing i got stabbed in the head by a puerto rican <laughs> doing all these hand gestures he's like no no we just come over on the fly man he's like they no, didn't you're all in tune well that's, a, that's... since uh, rob is not in the episode his favorite one was always uh stallone hosted oh and uh, norm it's supposed to be a track like a crash and stallone comes to help and norm is like yes. in the driver's seat like like slumped over and he's like he's like uh stop stop what what Stop or my mom will shoot. Sucks. Oh, come on, man. Really? That is great. And just making fun of all his movies. Yeah, what was it missing? I can't. Oh, wait, I know. Arm wrestling. Shut up! Stop! Hey, hey, hey! 
Hey, what the hell are you doing? You're punching car accident victims. No, 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 you don't understand. He was bad-mouthing my films. The man is injured and he happens to think Tango and Cash is gas, so no, you hit him? He didn't mention Tango and Cash, okay? Please, somebody just help my husband. Uh, oh, I think this guy's dying. All right, all right everyone clear. Uh, I'm losing him. Stop. 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 Or my mom will shoot sucks. <laughs> What, what did he say? I, I couldn't hear him. Did you hear him? Yeah. What, what did he say? Stop him on the shoe set. Wait, wait, wait. Everyone, shh, shh. What did he say? He said, stop or my mom will shoot. Sucked! It's okay. Listen, you've comforted my husband in the last minutes of his life. That's a noble thing. Don't let stop or my mom will shoot by that experience. Okay. Right. Wait, 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 everyone. He, he's holding on to something. It's, it's a videotape. It's... It's Rambo. I guess he liked your work after all. Really? It really means a lot to me. Oh, wait, wait. Actually, no. It's a, it's a porn film. It's, it's Rambo. <laughs> all right, let's clear out, everyone. Nothing to see. Do you want this? Well, the Frank Stallone bits never get old. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guessed it. Frank, Frank Stallone. Stallone. Well, was, he did that? Well, the OJ, obviously. Well, yeah. well the OJ did But he did yeah. the Frank Stallone, and he also did... The Germans love was, David yes, Hasselhoff. Yes, the German bit. I mean, all this material is just from four short seasons on a well, Not show. even. I think we, he lasted, well... We can update, he was for like three years. Yeah, I thought it was four, whatever, it doesn't Maybe matter. three Who and cares? a half. I mean, the monologue when he gets, when he comes back from the show still yeah. is an all-time classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I got funnier, you can't get funnier in a year and a half. The show got much worse. Well, yeah, well we got a, well, you'll see what the show's like, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if you remember too, not to interrupt, but the Lou Gehrig speech? I don't remember that. He goes, yeah, and I consider myself the luckiest man alive. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I don't. I have a disease so rare they named <laughs> it after me. I'm not lucky at all. What are you cheering for? <laughs> and it's in the, you know, they have it in the black and white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, well, that's, yeah that would have been typical norm. Yeah. Um, you know, he did the skit with Tommy Lee when he was Tommy Lee. Oh, Tommy Lee, And then yeah. Tommy Lee shows up and beats him up. Yeah, and they're just basically cracking up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Norm is... And again, just from the show. Did he get the ABC show right after? Because probably... No. Wasn't like a 98, 99? Um, because the only reason I say that, because then I started watching a lot of YouTube talk show clips. So he has the one in The View... And he's talking about Clinton. He goes, well, yeah. we're going to get the murder out of the White House. He goes, stop it. He goes, no, oh, what are you... And George, it's public record. Yeah. And Joy goes, what are you talking about? Well, Clinton murdered someone. She's like, get out of here. Joy Behar's like, you know, Barbara Walters like, you can't yeah. say that. Star Jones is going crazy. And I feel like that had to be like late 90-ish. Yeah, that was like 98. Yeah, because when does Clinton get out? Dirty work. Oh, Dirty Work. Yeah, how could I forget Dirty Work? They were promo- he was promoting Dirty Work. Oh, right. I thought it was the show, right. Dirty Work. Underrated, <laughs> like... Um, but never gets talked about in the echelon of Bob comedy. Saget the last appearance of Farley, I think. Yeah. Even though I think Wagon Z's came out after, but I think yeah, but that was work shot really, before. That yeah, was it was yeah. like the last thing. Yeah. Farley, uh, yeah, obviously Ari Lang, Don Rickles. Dirty uh, uh, work is great. Bob David, Saget. Well, that, he wasn't in it. Still, directed it. Yeah. David Koechner. Right, the guy. Yeah. yeah with the, uh, that's, that's the, the the hose. Uh, well, Farley also is the well, not the, the Saigon whore that bit my nose off. Wasn't well, Farley though too? Because Charles Farley has his nose bit off. Isn't Farley yeah. with the hose too? Oh, I think he meant 
What do you mean? David, I thought you said David was the hose. Well, no. Yeah. David Keckner was the, the, the first person they screwed. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah he yeah, was yeah, the yeah. auto salesman in the commercial, and he's like, Yeah, well, the horse like, came out of the car. He's like, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, How big is this trunk? He's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm doing a commercial <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to see how big this trunk There's a lot yeah. of space in it. Really? I don't know. I'm, trust me, there's a lot of space. And he's like, well, let me switch. He's like, well, I get the key here. And he's like hitting the button. Yeah, and like yeah, all yeah, the right. trunks are opening and there's yeah. dead horse. Like there's yeah. a dead hooker in that trunk. I thought Farley's character too had his nose bit off by the hooker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, there, was the, there were hookers. And then at the, towards the end, Norm has something, doing something with the hookers. Where they're, something they're planning. Where yeah. They're, getting, they're going to screw the Christopher McDonald guy. And, Christopher uh, McDonald, that's right. I forgot he was in it. He's uh, like, uh, Norm, I, I, it's like, uh. I don't even like that. I just lied to you. Well, I'm um, Jim Downey. After was screwed right after with Chappelle. That was maybe two, two years, years later. later. DeVito. Yeah, screwed was funny. Elaine Stritt. Yeah, screwed is good. The Norm Show. Love the Norm Show. Well, so the Norm Show came out in like around, I think probably around 98. Actually, maybe it was 2002. Was no, it? no, there's two different shows. The Norm Show was on ABC. Yes, with, with what's his name? Larry Metcalf. Larry Metcalf. Yeah. There was another Artie? guy. Uh, not Artie. Yeah, but not not initially. So it started out with I don't know. If, no, I think Artie was on the second show. But it started out they had a they had a, a boss who was a very funny guy. I forget the guy's name. And Larry Metcalf. And then and Nikki Nikki Cox actually was in it was for she? the first season. Yeah, she was his girlfriend or something. And then, after the first season, they replaced the boss with Max Wright from Alf. Oh, Max Wright. Ian Gomez? No, it wasn't the boss. No, I I don't remember. He must be a co-worker, right? Yeah, Ian Gomez uh, was on that show. Nikki Cox. uh, Yeah, Faith Ford came on it. I don't know. There was a different boss. But anyway... Norm show was great because it was literally Norm just delivering Norm lines. In like a random work environment. The whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So, so I saw an interview where Norm, maybe it was a Regis interview, Regis and Kathy Lee, where they're talking about the Norm show. And he's like, Norm, uh, how did you come up with this show? And he's like, well, you know, uh, so-and-so is a writer. I, don't, I forget the guy is. He's like, yeah, he's a writer. It's, you know, it's really his idea. He's like, uh, he's like, the story is that uh, I play a guy who, is, who got kicked out of hockey for gambling, right? And now he has to do all this community service. So that's, that's the premise. He's like, you know, this is all pretty much the other guy's idea, uh, except for, for the part about the hockey. That was my idea. Uh, I made... Oh, oh right. awesome. Sorry about that. No, no, it's all good. Thank you. The norm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was good. But I remember watching just that in real time. like. And then I've been going back because... Wait, wait. So... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want so to they, so much. No, so... <laughs> that show actually lasted three seasons. Yeah. And um, then it got canceled. And then... Several years later, he did a show on Fox. Well, that's a minute with Stan Hooper. Yeah, that's yeah. stunk. But that was the one that had... Who else was in that? 
But that only lasted like seven or eight episodes, and yeah. they canceled it. I was reading up on it. I guess like thirteen aired overseas or something like that. But I have no idea. I don't know. And then there's a failed pilot of a normal show which I just started watching, which was like I never heard of that either. I just went down this rabbit hole. Well, then of course going down rabbit holes. The first clip that comes up on YouTube of any talk show is when he's on uh, Conan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about Carrot Top's movie. Well, what's her name from Melrose Place? <laughs> Courtney Thornsmith. Yeah. yeah he, I bet the he, board is spelled B-O-R-E-D. No, well, <laughs> so he's making fun of the movie, and then finally Conan goes. Well, then he goes. <laughs> no, Conan goes to her. He's like, he's like, oh, there's no working title for this movie, I guess. And she goes, oh, no, no, it's chairman of the board. <laughs> See what you can do with that And he one. goes, what can you do with that, you wacko? And then Norm sits there for like three seconds. seconds and he, goes, he goes, ah, I read it spelled B-O-R-D. I mean, you can't get nothing beats that. The best was also, he's like, he's like, wait a second. Reverse, he goes, no, I bet it's called Box Office Poison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he goes, so you left Melrose Place, the number one show to do a movie. Carrot Top. I see. <laughs> Well, then he's got the other Conan clip is... Oh, they're all good. Yeah, I mean... The, the moth, the moth joke. story that yeah. he... Which, did you ever hear the background of yeah, that? I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So yeah. basically, Norm thought he was only booked for one segment, so that was all he prepared for. And then they were like, no, we need you for two. Somebody canceled. And Norm I was like... I said that to me. Yeah. Norm was like, I have nothing. So he basic Norm basically Extended told this two moth joke. joke. But he told it in like seven minutes time, just rambling, making stuff up and... Going on and on. It's just, it's classic. No, I was on. Yeah. So, um, that's good. Then I watched, yeah, I watched the View clip. Um, I mean, all his, I mean, then I watched something with Spade and well, Conan. So, have we were on the podcast? Did you see that? Yes, yeah, probably. Spade yeah. did it and he was talking about, you ever text Norm? It just was before he died, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Conan's like, no, why? He's like, well, I text Norm and he's like, hey, uh, hey Norm, how you doing? And three days later, he's like, "Hey, this is Norm McDonald." McDonald, yeah. and I knew, if you need to make some money, yeah. bet on the the, the UCLA and, no. and and Spade's like, "Yeah, thanks a lot, uh, uh, Norm." That was six days ago. Yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. But he was always growing up. He was like, "Do you want to make money?" He's like, "Of course." Do you want to make more money than you can ever dream of? And this went over a span of like four days. Um, and so, then Conan had it. Did you hear the Conan story too? He had him backstage oh. one day, right? Whatever yeah. show it was. Oh, he was betting on the basketball. Can you just, but you know, it's funny. You don't even know if he was. Because <laughs> I think that's just Norm. No, I think he was. Because, I don't know. Or there's the joke that he was in a bad mood for the interview. Or was he really in a bad mood because he lost basketball? Well, Conan went into the into the green room and said, All right, Norm, you're up. You're on in a couple of minutes. Yeah, and he was just trying and, to warm And Norm up. is like, uh, can you get out of the way? <laughs> He's looking at the TV and... Conan's like, I really was watching this college basketball game, and then like somebody misses a shot at the buzzer, and it's over, and he goes, "Oh man!" He's like, "What, Norm? What happened?" That's a ton of money. That's a ton of money. I'm gonna be in a bad mood for your interview. <laughs> All right, see you out there. So you know, to me, it's like you know, again, it's that norm of like you could have really lost, you or never knew, right? Or if the joke was all on Conan, yeah, you and just like, never knew with the guy. Yeah, look at that throw. <laughs> Uh, you could edit that out and look at that throw. Oh, but watching uh, the Yankee oh, game. Oh God, this is miserable. Yeah. The guy, the catcher, just just watching the Bronx Little League. The catcher just like four hopped the throw to second base and it bounced off the bag and went into the left field. Yeah, it's Rube Baker. I told you this is the this is the Indians. <laughs> anyway, Miss so, November. So Norm. So my history with him, obviously Saturday Night Live. I was you know. 
teenager then watching it when he's doing the weekend updates and the goofy clips and all, uh, which is hilarious. And as I've said, Rob and I've talked about it many times, he did the OJ, you know, the murder is legal in California, which is hilarious. But, um, and then, so then, around the, around that time, around 96, 97, um, Dennis Miller got an HBO show called Dennis Miller Live, and I was always a Dennis Miller fan, and it was a really good show, and then he, just, you know, just one time he had Norm on, and Norm just started doing these cock jokes. You gotta see that. Oh, the, there's the compilations of Mi- Dennis Miller clips, it's unbelievable. He has Spade on, he's doing it, it's just... So Norm, one of the ones was, we had Spade on, Norm used to do this joke about impotent people and Viagra. I think I saw that one with Spade. He was like, hey, you know, uh, they, they have a pill now for the impotent people, and so when the impotent people get the pill, you know, now that, they, you know, they, they're... They, uh, that's fine. Thank you. They can go for like four hours. You know who can go for four hours now? The impotent guy. I saw the one with Spade. I think it was Miller. He was just like ripping on Spade. Yeah, but yeah. it's the same kind of thing. So, oh God, he was so funny. So on one of them, he tells a story um, where they go to some chicken. He's like, I'm at a chicken restaurant with his son. And then he's like, he's like this, uh, he goes, oh, there's this big fat broad ahead of me, right? So my son goes, you know, he's a little kid, you know, he doesn't really know better. He goes, oh, I bet you she's going to order all this chicken, right? And so Norm's like, she, she hears him and she's ready to order. And the guy's like, uh, well, what do you want? And she's like, well, I'll just have a, a, you know, half a chicken or something. He's like, you know, she really, you know, she really wanted to order like seven whole chickens. <laughs> so they're laughing hysterically. And then Miller goes, he goes, yeah. And then there was some part of it. Miller goes, "Ah, it didn't happen, right?" And Norm's like, "Nah, I made it up." And he's like, "He's like, I bet you you don't even have a son." And he's like, "Nah, yeah. you got me." Well, he did have the right, son, right, but he's right, just right. going along with the bit. Of course, yeah. That I think that is the genius. Of, well, I mean, you read his book. Oh well, all right, so I mean, the, the book is a whole. Did uh, you read it? Yeah. <laughs> the book is like the moth joke. Yeah. It's Norm rambling nonsensical nonsense that he makes up with no end in right, sight. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. It's great. So, at one point, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, the then he... Miller. Then he hosted the Epsi, the Espy. Oh, that guy, the Heisman joke. And does the... It does the, the O.J. Simpson joke. He's like, um, well, you won the Heisman Trophy. That's they can never you, take one away. Uh, from never you. take that away from you. Well, you murder your ex-wife and a waiter. Then yeah. you know all bets are off. <laughs> anyway, great, Manny. He became the first defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy. And congratulations, Charles. That is something that no one can ever take away from you, unless you kill your wife and a waiter. In which case. <laughs> Well, his, I mean, even his CDs, his stand-up is fantastic. When he does the I think fantastic, he only did one. Well, I mean, stand-up he's done multiple. No, but, but I, I the CD. I thought he did two. Maybe you're right. Anyway, he does the, uh, the the gambling announcer in five parts, where he's like, ah, 
uh, let's just for it's two teams. Let's say the Jets and the Chiefs. He's like, well, Mark, the Jets have no chance against the Chiefs being a ten-point favorite. You know, I laid it all on the line because there's no way they're losing this game. And I think it's Tim Meadows as the other announcer. He's like, you know, but the Chiefs have this rare flu. The sin, and then it goes on for like four parts. He's like, no, how could you go for it? So that's one skit. The Fantastic Four skit is great. I gotta listen. I don't think I've ever heard it. Oh, it's. Uh, I don't know if I have the CD, but yeah, he goes. You could be, you know, Sue Storm, and you're the thing, and I'll be Mr. Fantastic. They're like, Mr. Fantastic, why are you so fantastic? You should be Rubber Man. He goes, no, 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 no. It's my team. Yeah. Very good, thank you. Yeah, it's a great CD. Well, again, his stand-up too is good. I remember seeing Billy Madison in the theater, <laughs> Norm's in it. And the part where Norm and the other guy are like drunk, they wake up in a drunken stupor. <laughs> He's like, "Where's Billy?" And the other guy's like, "Oh, he went to school." <laughs> well, it is appropriate because the also part is what day is today? October. It's Moody <laughs> Magazine Day. Is <laughs> that part? I mean, it's Norm is. Yeah. So. I was just, I remember our friend texted us. He was like, R.I.P. Norm MacDonald. I'm like, I was, what? I, I, like, I thought it was a different Norm MacDonald, which is <laughs> just silly to say because he, he was just announced to come to Caroline's. Like, oh, was he? Yeah, for the comedy press. So I would, did not expect that. So, apparently he had leukemia and nobody knew outside of his immediate family. Literally nobody. Yeah, I mean, which is an absolutely insane. Seeing the pictures, I, I mean, now knowing what we know too, you could see he's, he's getting sicker. But well, there were times where he looked very bloated. Yeah, and I think we like remarked about that, and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell's wrong with him. And it's funny. And a lot of these old clips that I watch, and they're talking, you know, different comics are talking about Norm. They're like, hey, you know, I'm trying to get him to do this or that, and he won't commit to it. He's a kid, I can never find him. So who knows? He may have been sick. Yeah, it is It is weird to watch stuff back. Oh, before I forget, too, he did Mike Tyson Mysteries, which is, again, he's the best part of the show. There's the bird. The pigeon. Uh, well, he was the dog in Dr. Doolittle with Eddie Murphy. He also is, um, which I don't want to watch, he's some blob in... Um, the or- Orville, the McFarlane show. Yeah. Yeah, like, I haven't watched it, so. And then he shows up in one of the episodes as Norm. That guy is... Well, and then, of course, you have Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where we, oh. we just talked him out of going the, for oh, the million that and he clip, had the answer. That clip is... Oh. I can forget about that, right? Oh. Well, I've talked about it on the show. Oh. I was watching it when it happened. And I was literally yelling. I was like, I can't believe... Like, I, first of all, I couldn't believe he got that far because the whole way, Norm sounded like he didn't know what the <laughs> hell he was talking about. And so Regis was like... Regis was like freaking out. Norm, Norm, you got to use the lifeline. You got to use it. He's like, yeah. Like, it seemed like he was just like guessing. Which is now, again... And he wasn't. He knew the answers. And so Regis was getting played the whole way, 
I think we all were, because I, I mean, now looking back, I don't And Reed's just like, Norm, if you don't, if you get this wrong, you're going to lose 250000 Also, it's for charity anyway. Yeah, but you're losing that much for charity. I know, but I think he... I don't know. I also don't know, like, I don't know. I think... Either he didn't know when it was a skit, like, to put on for Regis, or... I don't know. Like, you just don't know what Norm But, basically, Regis is like, all right, well, what were you going to answer? And he said, and Norm just blurted it out, and he's like, that's the answer. And Norm was like, what? Right. Or, right, or did Norm not know it for real? I think just through a shot in the dog. It's hard to... I don't know. With him, it's hard to say. I will but he kept saying over and over again, well, I'm pretty sure it's this. You're not 100% sure. <laughs> I have to watch that whole episode again. Like, I don't remember the whole episode. Yeah, but the thing is, this is when the show, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, probably was on for a couple of years. And, like, like nobody won. It was, like, one person that won. And here's this, this comedian. Well, he was the, for a while, he was the farthest comedian, too. The farthest uh, celebrity. Oh, yeah, not yeah. even close. I think someone won a million recently, but who cares? Yeah, I'm just... No... They started making it a lot easier. Oh, yeah. When it was Meredith Vieira hosting. Well, even now with Kimmel, I've been watching that. Wait. I didn't even know this show existed. So then Reed just did Million Dollar Password. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it was the old Password show. I know, but I didn't know Reed just did one. He did that, too. So there's one where it's Norm and Jamie Kennedy. And they're like facing off. Oh my god! And they're they're like they're seeing the clues, and Norm wasn't as good as on that one. Norm is. Yeah, not only was I not expecting it, but then to go back and just watch everything he's done, and I've laughed at everything. And now, very rare, very rare, does that happen? Well. He also, Norm was a big fan of country music. One of his closest friends was Billy Joe Shaver, who died like a year ago. He's a famous uh, country music guy. And um, so there was an interview where one day Norm was, was hosting Dennis Miller's radio show. And he had Robert Duvall call in. And it was like this great conversation they had on like acting and country music and really impressive but as I said you can never believe you never knew what to believe with Norm you know when he was when he was uh, serious or putting it on or putting it over or something well that was the beauty of it Norm MacDonald then of course he did the final he was the last comic that did Letterman well yeah of course I mean well, you ever see when he talked about, like, when he did an impression of Letterman? I think that was on Conan, too. And, like, Letterman also, like, played him because he was on the phone. He was like, hey, Dave, how's it going? You know, when he did the impression the night before. And, like, Dave wouldn't ask him about it. And, like, Norm said he was, like, had so much anxiety over it. He's like, Dave, did you watch that? I don't have an impression of you. Well, Dave, Letterman didn't care. Exactly. But Norm was so worried. He's like, yeah. that was the only... Again, you don't know what to believe. I was like, that was the only time I was, like, nervous talking to someone. It will be missed. Not only will there be another norm, the stuff he said, we'll never be able to say again either. No. 
No, because he deadpanned every joke. He manages. I mean, like you said, he he's a, a his joke ran on for like thirty years. You know what I mean? You didn't know what to believe. You didn't know what was real. Everything is deadpan. He goes along with jokes, even if it, even if he doesn't. If you don't know, he's in on it or whatever. So, oh, by the way, so recent. I don't know why I hadn't I hadn't seen it. So I, you know, I'd watch the uh, the Norm uh, McDonald live shows on YouTube, mm. which went on for about four, about four years with him and Adam Egott. And, um, you know, they were funny, but they were also very, like, Norm was, like, like half asleep and whatever, but, but it was very sloppy. So then it got sold to Netflix, and they did the, the Netflix uh, season, they did 10 episodes. Did you watch that? I started to, but just uh, here and there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's terrific. And especially, he does one with, um, uh, who was it? He did one with Jane Fonda that was really, oh, really where he's, he's hitting on Jane Fonda the whole time. It's really funny. Um, and then he does Michael Keaton, which is, oh, what, it's a great, great episode. But so his, so in his, the Netflix show, he's like much more, inner, Norm is like energetic and he's focused. It's uh, really good, and then I don't know. They say that they they never did the second season because he got you know when he got in trouble for defending Roseanne or something. But I don't know. He may have been sickly at that. Point. Hey, I don't remember him. I don't remember that. Yeah, he got in some hot water with that. And then and then, you know he kept talking about that they were working. And Bob Saget said that they were working on uh, Dirty Work too. Yeah, but you know what? I do. I leave well enough alone. <laughs> you can never, you, like, you can never recreate that. And the time to recreate it would have been in like the late nineties. But it really, yeah, well, what are you gonna have? You gonna have Artie Lang with half a nose? And... Well, you can't bring Lang back. There's no, there's no <laughs> shot. There's no shot. Well, what's his name's dead. Well, Farley was not a big part, but he's dead. No, uh, the the. Oh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, uh... Now his, wait the last his our, father yeah so the last yeah. episode Rob couldn't remember the guy's name and now I can't remember his name. Uh, By the way, film. I, there we go. It's uh, Jack Warden, isn't it? Yeah, probably. I didn't get to it yet. Anyway, so uh, yep. Jack Warden, you know, he died. Actually, Jack Warden appeared on the Norm Show uh, in one of the episodes where yeah. he played. Somebody's dad. I don't think it was Artie Lang. No, I think it was yeah. somebody else's dad, and he did the like the, the yes. crotch grab. Yes, yes. Actually, Courtney Thorne Smith guest starred on that show too. Despite being thoroughly embarrassed by Norm. So funny, you know. It's she probably got more publicity for that that <laughs> than anything else. I mean, do you know anyone who've watched Chairman of the Board? No, I'm sure. I, I think mean, I saw it back I mean, in the day. Carrot Top put it oh, on his... On, no, but did you see that he even played it? He was doing stand-up in Vegas. Yeah. And he goes, hey, we heard about Norm. He goes, watch this clip. He goes... Ah. He said just something like, you know, not that we were, he was friendly, but, you know, I'm more famous for this clip than anything else. And he's not even in it. Right. So even he, like... If you can... I mean, everyone just took it, right? I mean... Well, the well thing, how about... Wait a second. We didn't even get into his Comedy Central roast. With his, oh, with Saget? With his, with his Andy Kaufman-esque... 
dad jokes, deadpan. He does like nine. So on the Bob Saget roast, where oh. everybody is like really raunchy, John Stamos is hosting it, and <laughs> Norm. So Norm gets up there and he basically does like these 1930s horrible, like dorky jokes. Like again, deadpan serious, and nobody's laughing, and, and Norm is like, eh, you know. Norm, no, but Norm wasn't even doing that. He would just be like, yeah. you know, whatever the joke is, he'd be like, you know, because you're driving. Yeah, it's a goat. Okay. Yeah, it's a goat. He tells that uh, Godfrey's there. Uh, uh, what I, uh, I just, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Like, it's, yeah, I, like there's so many, there's so many clips. Like I just forgot and just rewatched so many the past like whatever week and a half or so, just completely forgot about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember most of the times because Norm, Norm didn't appear that many times. He appeared on the certain talk shows, uh, like I said that I remembered. I mean, the Conan stuff. I mean, I probably missed a lot of that. A lot of it was TBS that I just didn't see. Right. I mean, obviously I saw the Morth show, but like even the the even the. Like, the segment before the Moth Joke? Well, I don't remember. The Carrot Top thing. You gotta remember, when that came, when he did that segment, nobody saw that. Like, no. who watched Conan? I mean, I watched him, but... But also, no one replayed it. There's no YouTube. No. There's, no, there's no anything. Like that, so that gained traction probably ten years later, at least. Well, if that, it could have so, been... Right, but I'm just saying, anybody who thought that that would have... Destroyed the Caratop movie. Like nobody cared. Right. About no one saw it. There was no new. Right. There's no next day. Like now, forget it. Well, there was like E. Yeah, but like you say, who E is probably not going to carry about Norm McDonald. No, they're not going to. SNL man. Well, like Howard or, Stern probably would have played it, or Opie. Well, Anthony. the Stern interviews are always good too with Norm. Yeah. Even the late ones in serious. Because you ever see the one he just did with the? La- I think it's the last one he did with Stern, and Stern talks about like mortality, and Norm's like. I just don't want to talk about it. And, like, he's sick there. Like, it's crazy. It's, like, crazy to watch now. It's, he's sick. You know, it's funny. Well, that was during the book tour. That was, like, 2016. But he's sick. If he had it for 10 well, years, I don't you know. know. I don't know if he may have been in remission or something. But, um, yeah, because anyway, so I, I was reading. Actually, so about 10 years ago, like, 2011, Norm did. This is also very. He did a. I think he did Opie and Anthony. Around then, or Stern, I don't know, one of those. It was Opie and Anthony, he was on the show, and they're talking about different things. And Norm is like, um, <laughs> Norm, Norm, I wish is, I had this guy in my team. Norm is like, uh, Norm is like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going for all these tests, right? And he's, I think he was starting to do a joke, and they like went on to some other subjects, and he must have really actually been going for tests at that point, but uh, just. You know, there was another time where he was on Dennis Miller's show. There's a clip of Norm and and it's supposed to be Jason Sudeikis. Okay. It's supposed to be his segment, and Sudeikis says like three things, and the rest of it is just Norm going on and on. Guys, one more. I see yours. Okay. I'm okay. Thank you. 